Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Broadwasted. Hey! It was very exciting for us. Yeah. Yay! Uh, I am your host, Brian Plofsky, and with me, per usual, or for the first time, <laughs> are Kevin Jager. How's it going, everybody? Kimberly Cooper. Woohoo! I don't know what that was! <laughs> and of course, our first guest, Lucrita. <laughs> and then I started to cheer. We all started waving back and forth at each other. You guys can see us, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> thank you for having me. We love that you're here. Yes. This show's called Broad Wasted. Wait Brian, it. what you drinking? I am drinking, we're going fancy for episode one. <laughs> I am drinking Woodford Reserve Woodford on the rocks. Reserve. Oh, mm. Miss Lucrita, what you drinking? You know, I'm doing a little rye and ginger here mm. with the Woodford Reserve and ginger ale. Ooh. Yes. Kevin. Like See, I'm doing, the, I'm doing Woodford Reserve on the rocks as well. Nice. And I'm glad this is a podcast because you can't see the terrible faces I make every time I drink it. <laughs> I'm giving you like 15-year-old first drink at a party realness. But... <laughs> But, Which is why I'm <laughs> drinking champagne. <laughs> but I'm going for it because this is the first oh, episode of Broadway City. We are fancy. Yeah. I'm drinking Prosecco. Prosecco. It's, not, <laughs> it's not from the province of It champagne. is not from Champagne. Yeah. Um, so the first time I ever experienced Miss Lucreta, it was on stage with Disaster. And um, she sang a beautiful song to her little dog. <laughs> and so um, I... I'm so excited to finally be here with Lucrita because um, the first time that I saw the show with Lucrita, a bunch of the set pieces uh, kind of went renegade on her. So I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about what the experience was with some of the crazy renegade set pieces. Yeah, well, thankfully, they weren't during any of my scenes. They were not. Everything was on point when Lucrita was on stage. I got to put that out there. But, and I was very grateful that my shoes didn't break because I was very high off the ground. But, um, you know, we were all pros. And even Bailey Littrell, who is new to the theater world, Mm -hmm. um, this is his first show, and it's his Broadway debut, and he got nominated for a drama desk. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He handled it like a pro, you know, and that's that's the beauty of live theater, is that, you know, when things go wrong, you have a decision to make. Are you going to just go with it? <laughs> Can you safely go with it? Or, or you know, weep. Exactly. <laughs> or you're in trouble. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, with us being in previews, you know, it, it was easy. Oh, that was a preview? It was. It was the second preview of Disaster. And it was oh, you like, saw the second preview? I did. Preview? It was like a really cool like industry night. There were a lot of people there from the industry. So uh-huh. it was like when things happened, it was like that like knowing laugh in the audience mm-hmm. instead did of that like question. Pre- oh, no. Kimberly saw Crucible first preview. Second preview. Whoa. Second preview. It was very long. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it's only slightly shorter now. <laughs> <laughs> but is it good? Um, it's very long. <laughs> Some of the acting work is the acting work is very good. Yes. It is just a lot of the same set. So your mind every once in a while just has to reset and be like, Oh, I'm watching this again. Yeah. yeah. Just sort of like well, that's Zone actually, out, come back in. That's actually a good uh, segue into our next segment called What Have You Seen This Week? What have you seen 
this week. This week. So, Kevin, did you see anything this week? I actually did not see anything this week. Great, moving on. <laughs> um, I'll drink what to did that. You see this week? I saw three things this week. Wait, this week you saw three? You saw... <laughs> oh, that's fair. Did I saw... Then technically I saw yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing this week, okay. which was American Psycho. <laughs> yes, I But am. before... On Sunday. Nice. I saw Hamilton Saturday night. Oh! I know. And I saw... <laughs> but I saw Robert Bridegroom... <gasps> Oh, uh, oh, maybe that was two weeks ago. Yes, I heard great. But still, about it was that. it's fresh. Yeah. So, give us your your grade reviews of each of these performances. Robert Bridegroom. I will give the production an A. I will give the show a C plus. Okay. <laughs> Little rapey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, but he I robs, don't... and then he's a. Br- it's very strange. I mean, like I don't know it's like. About it. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, so the. The conceit is that the robber bridegroom, played by the very talented and handsome Stephen Pascal. Amen. Pascal, Pascal, Pascal. He can say whatever he'd like. As long as it comes in that rich, melty baritone, I'm all over it. Basically, he, when he has nothing on his face, when he is being himself, he is a bridegroom, and he is a very handsome man, a very suave. Baron Boswick won a Tony for that, didn't he? I don't know if he won. Did he? I think he did. I think he should have. Was it? <laughs> it was off Broadway. Uh, no, no, very Then another time, yes, he puts his hat down a little. Okay. But in the original production, so the idea is that he puts these jelly on his face to become the robber. Jelly, <laughs> like grape jelly. Okay. Uh, um, I wish you could so see the So in this production, he just puts his hat down face. on his face and just puts like a little like swipe of jelly on his cheek, but I'm pretty sure in the original production he put on like a full jelly mask every Rip. time he was the robber. Barry Bostick won for it. Wow. Uh, for best performance lead actor it's a in wonderful 1976. Role. Story C plus, the production gets an A. It was okay. wonderful. Hamilton clearly gets an F. Terrible show. <laughs> no one's just here. Never mind. I hear they're closing soon, right? <laughs> yeah. They are having a real hot, tough time selling yeah, tickets. Speaking of closing... Mm-hmm. Did everyone hear the news today? Yeah. Tuck closes on Sunday. Well, or, well. But when you're hearing this, it's gone. So. Oh, <laughs> bye I'm sorry, Sherrod. I know how y'all feel, too. Oh, uh, yay, man. Oh, no. No. I guess, I was working. That's, she was yeah, working on the Broadway. At that time, I'll yeah. try and see it this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then Brian and I saw American yeah, Psycho we together. We won the American Psycho Lottery. Nice. Amen. Um, I would highly suggest entering. Just in general, I mean, I would highly suggest entering any lottery. Because one, you get to see a show in really good seats mm-hmm. for a really decent price. Yeah, they're wonderful seats. You might get a button. A button. Would you get a button? Oh, do you yeah. get a button for winning Oh, Bookmore oh, gives you buttons. Oh, really? Yes. Um, Hamilton gives you a wristband so that you can't give it to anyone else. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because people are probably scalping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a wristband. Now, <laughs> give me a Hamilton wristband. <laughs> their standing room policy now is like. If you get the ticket, you have to immediately go into the theater so that you can't sell it to someone else. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. That's interesting. I like that. Anyway. Yeah, because I want as much room as I can. Yeah. Yeah. So I can shift. But <laughs> <laughs> the standing room, it's all about the shift. I saw it's all Mormon about the shift. Yeah. It was the only time I saw Book of Mormon. Mother's yeah, Nick Lacrita was on the first national tour of Book of Mormon. Philadelphia. I was there. My parents saw it in Philly. Yeah. So they saw you. They yeah, loved it. They did. They yes. You tell them thank you. Tell us about that experience. It was fantastic. I mean, it was two and a half years of my life. 
Oh, you're on tour for that long? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I joined so many in, hotel rooms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I didn't yeah. do Airbnb because I was too scared. Talk <laughs> about the hotel rooms. Well, it was great because um, having lived in New York for up to seven years at that point, okay. and having two roommates, and then going on tour and having no roommates, and having bathtubs, and lush, and getting to like <laughs> soak for hours was fantastic. And playing video games whenever Completely. I wanted to. Yeah. A maid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like, oh, someone <laughs> made my bed. There is housekeeping. <laughs> Layer of dust on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I am a diamond member. <laughs> <laughs> you so yeah, you're a diamond member, but not right. in your apartment. Welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to New York, girlfriend. That is amazing. Have you seen anything this week? Uh, yes, I saw Color Purple. Oh, I'm Thoughts. so jealous. So you went to church this week. Honey, they took me to church. <laughs> it was fantastic. My friend was like stifling a scream cry. Oh. I was holding his hand. Yes. We had tissue. I gave the tissue out before the lights even went down because I knew it was about to be fantastic. But what I loved about it, like I didn't get to see the the previous incarnation of it, but it's like it's got to be like ragtime, and then the ragtime revival when it was just like stripped down. Yeah. yeah. So they just had chairs on the wall. Yeah. And then you had these brilliant moments of just. An actor on stage, and that's it. And how often does a does a performer get to have something like that? Like, Especially it's, it's the biggest has a moment like yeah. that. Yeah. But I mean, this is just the bare bones of everything, mm-hmm. and they just lived on stage. And I just liked the arc of the characters. Like there were no holes. I was like, okay, so what? It was just mm-hmm. a beautiful, raw, touching. Performance. So you recommend it? You know, if you don't have nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, I need to see it just after that Prince tribute. Oh. Cynthia Erivo oh, and Michael Rain. What? Oh, oh, we're yeah. watching it after because I if was you're listening to us, in my office. If you're listening to us, stop right now. Pause it. No, don't pause it. Pause it. <laughs> but you play. need to watch their, the purple, the color purples. Oh, yes. Purple rain. Oh, the people who are listening to this podcast, go see everything on Broadway because it's wonderful. Yes. But go and see theater in small spaces, yeah. tiny little spaces. See, like, the little things that are, like, fledgling productions. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited to, like, support people who are going to be the brains of tomorrow. Yes. Yes. So definitely go out One there and support One of my favorite people. nights in the theater was at Ars Nova. I saw The Wildness. The Wildness nice. was incredible. If you did not get a chance to see The Wildness, <sighs> that show changed my life. It like, was just transformative. Go on Spotify and listen to Sky Pony, and you'll get a Sky little Pony bit of it. Sky Pony is incredible. It's Lauren Warsham, who is in uh, Gentleman's Guide Gentleman's to Love Guide. and Murder. Uh-huh. It's her and her husband, uh, Kyle Jero, who, who is wrote writing... Who the book to SpongeBob the musical. Okay, okay. I can't wait yes. I'm so excited. Only because I saw The Wildness and know he's yes, talented. Yes, and they put together this show, and The, the Wildness is like... I want to call it a show, but it's like an experience. Nice. And it's like... There's a part in the, in the experience where they have you take a blindfold, you put a blindfold over yourself and experience the show. It was it was really an moving experience. If you have a chance to see a Sky Pony concert, just go. Sky okay. Pony is everything. Okay. Yes. Anyway, yeah, it so really was like off, but Sky Pony. Is, it was is again like amazing. going to church. Nice. It was. But- yeah, yeah, I hear it was incredible. It was but amazing. Kimberly and I saw something this week. What did you see? We saw American Psycho. Oh, we won a lottery for American Psycho. Yeah, nice. that we did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Kevin also I saw the- American Psycho in previews and I absolutely loved it. I Maybe they took out the stuff you like. Kimberly and I were not <laughs> We're not fans. But we're so glad we saw it. Yes. The that's first like, that's like going to a show and being like, well the set was nice. Literally though, first of all, it it's the only thing that's, that's the only nominated, nominated for. for but Kimberly said the one thing she didn't like about Rob Bridegroom or about Crucible was the set. Exactly. I loved American Psycho. I thought that it was an interesting take. I thought it was very stylized. I thought it had a clear concept from beginning to end. Okay. I thought that there was a satire to it that was beautiful. And Benjamin Walker was amazing. Beautiful. I think he should have he should be nominated this year just for the sheer fact that he was willing to be that vulnerable on stage. And I don't just mean the fact that he's in his underwear, which I ain't complaining about. Right. I'm just saying that. Nominated. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think he went to a place that was really raw and beautiful. And I think that the show was riding on his shoulders. And to me, he carried it. And so I yeah, think he ben did Walker wonderful work. Um, I don't think the material was living up to the standard of the direction and the set and the I actors agree. that were putting in the work. The material itself, to me, the concept wavered, but maybe only through the ah. As a, mm. it's so hard lo- to put into words why I it loved, was weird to me. I would have loved to have seen it as a as a play. I yes. thought as a musical. I never felt like they earned any. They of sang the about setting the table for a dinner party, and and it had no real substance to it. And they it. were singing right. about their what they were gonna wear and they wore the same but thing. See, that to me that was song. like that was the fun of the You're satire. Like clothes, they were clothes. showing that these people I are so vapid that they should... only were concerned about what to put on their table. But shouldn't I think satire... that there were moments where they took the lyrics and were like, what can we rhyme with Aliyah? And so they just kind of went with that for a yeah, few some things. Of the lyrics I were totally get it. I just oh, I'm looking song. at the production as a whole as a whole piece. I get that. Yeah, and I saw it just like satire through. Yes, I agree with you. The reason those songs were like pure vanity and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm still supposed to have a good time during a musical, though. And I wasn't. See, I I am not a part of that like that belief that you're supposed to have a good time in a musical. But, but, not, but did like, you feel something? I, that's, that's, that's what, what I want. Oh, I want to feel time. great. I did, I was yeah. like, a good time at the color purple is it different than a good time at right. Matilda. Right. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. And you're I, having a great no, time. No, I understand what you're saying. You're saying yeah. that you didn't have an experience that was what you wanted out of a performance experience. And I really went in with muddled expectations because I knew that you loved it. Right. I know that a lot of people love it. Mm-hmm. However, I also know a lot of people that don't like it. And that gets me excited when a show is making choices. <clears throat> I love and that. And so people, yes. there's no, I've never oh, heard meh. Oh, the choices meh. were strong. Right. I've never heard meh about it. Okay. I've heard great or terrible. Yeah, I like it or you don't. And yes. I, that excites me. Even walking out of it and being like, that was not for me. Yeah. That excites me. That mm-hmm. it gave and me that it initiated yeah. a conversation. We talked the whole subway ride home. Nice. And then I went home and watched all the backstage vlogs that Jen Damiano made. Because mm-hmm. I just wanted to understand where it came from. Got it. So it's not. It wasn't the terrible show. They're like, I immediately forget about you and don't want to know. Well, it was the show. So it yes, yeah. it was the show that I was like, yeah, how? Did. How okay. did this happen? What did they mean? It was a show I wanted to understand better. Nice. And so people who love it, uh, a friend of mine at work was just like, <clears throat> I don't want to see it again, but I had a great time. And I'm like, see, I didn't like it, but, but I see it again. I would that's too. Like, okay. Yeah. Isn't that, that's crazy. But that's yeah. what I love about like that. Reliving this experience. Like, yeah. I would go again just to be like, what was it? Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah Which girl. I think, so in in summary, so I think it I won. Think it won. I think it was a fetish. I want to see it again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it did. shot in the neck in Quebec and then <laughs> Anyway, and that was yeah. what we saw this that, week. Yeah. What I'm we saw right this into, week. First of all, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I don't know if you know this. You probably do. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, Lucrita. We love to play games on our podcast. Okay. We love games. I love to play games. I mean, we play games on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to love it. So, very first game. Okay. Our very first game is dedicated to you. Okay. I'm nervous. We're going to play... Word association. Word association. So, for all of you out there who don't know what word association is, we're just going to say a word to her, and she is going to say the first thing that pops into her head. We may or may not have follow-up questions. Don't psychoanalyze me. No. Right. We're going to go through the whole thing. Girlfriend, Freud is not here. Thank you. The drinks are yours if Freud left. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. New York City. Fun times. Pickles. Green. Whiskey. Mm. <laughs> Opening night. Jitters. Breakfast. Bacon. Yes, anything bacon. That's amazing. Shenanigans. Stop it. <laughs> High school. Ugh. Shaka Khan. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, we have to stop for this one. Yeah. Because why did Brian bring up Shaka Khan? Do you... Is Shaka, like, you're a big Shaka Khan fan. That, and I have a wig named Shaka Khan. You oh, my God. Yes. Wait a minute. You, have a wig. you have to tell us about this. What is this wig? Well, and, and here's the beauty of it. Like, um, we were in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm bopping down the street towards the theater, and this homeless guy was like, oh, my God, you look beautiful. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, yeah, you look like Shaka Khan. And on the inside, I was like, <laughs> she's flipped her hair for all of you. She yeah. flipped it twice. That's pretty great. That is amazing. That's amazing. All right. You ready to keep going? Yes. Ice pops. What? Ice pops. I don't even know what that is. Is that that, is that, that thing in the tube? In yeah. 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 Oh, blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitively blue. Harry Potter. Not so much. Oh! oh. Now we're going to have to delve into it. I know, I'm yeah. so sorry. And finally, one last one. Mm-hmm. Actors' equity. <laughs> <laughs> Little benches. Little benches? Yes. Oh, explain. Okay. Uh, so when you're non-equity, well, and, but this is, this is, again, like 10 years ago. So mm-hmm. this is before the unbelievable upgrades that they've done to that building. Mm-hmm. Um, which that I haven't beautiful. even really taken all the way yeah. in. Like, mm-hmm. I was fascinated by the fancy elevators where you, like, you push this. Yeah. And, then, and it just went open. Right? And then it takes you directly to that floor. Go like, to oh, elevator what? six. What? 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 They created this mythology over, like, not being able to use the bathroom yeah. while you're You may use the bathroom in McDonald's. So, when, you know, 10 years ago, the non-egg folks had to sit on the tiny benches. I remember that. I am a woman of a particular size, and it was very uncomfortable to be, (laughs) to have my big booty on them little benches. (laughs) So that is the main... Memory, I guess the, the deepest rooted. But I, I think you have you have something else to tell us about actors. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a secondary story. <laughs> there is a secondary story. Okay, so my stage name is Lacrita Nicole, and I want to change that to just Lacrita. That is another story. Um, but I haven't paid my dues 
yet. So I was trying to log <laughs> <That's> in. <different. laughs> I was trying to log in so I could pay my dues so that when I did call them to that change wouldn't my name, they wouldn't yell at you. Because <laughs> they're going to go, you want to change your name? Where's my money? But the freedom. I'm kind of that I'm paid and I'm paid up. But unfortunately... <laughs> Point of contention. I can't remember my username. <laughs> and Miss Lacrita, why is that so funny that you can't remember your username for the login page of Actors Equity? Because when you look at the member portal, it has this beautiful animation saying fifty thousand strong. And if you happen to look near the S, you will see my name. <laughs> so, so you are a featured Aquas Actors Equity Actors. Member. Actors. Aquas. You are a, You are a featured mm, Actors Equity. Whiskey is delicious. <laughs> Going back to her word association. Mm. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. So you are. So that you are a Kimberly has first drink ever face. <laughs> My champagne ran out and now I'm No, yeah, but, but this is too good. So, so you are an a featured member of Actors Equity on that page, but you can't sign in. I can't sign in. <laughs> I can't sign in. And so today I was like, oh, well, yes. I'll give them a call. Like early this morning, I woke up at like 10:14 and I was like, oh yeah, okay. So I gotta call Equity. I gotta call about some Wi-Fi. I gotta do this and this. Okay. Uh, around 1.43, I was like, oh, yeah, let me call Equity. But you know what would be even better? If I take a nap. <laughs> so Which, I, I laid down, and then when I woke up, it was 4 o'clock, but then I had to get ready to go. Yeah, I hear you. Well, <laughs> we're all about President of, amazing. President of AEA, Kate, Kate Shindle. We're calling you. So <laughs> let, let Lucrita into her. Let Lucrita in. Let her profile go. Let her profile go. Kate Shindle, I will literally buy you a drink if you let Lucrita in. Kate Shindle, we would love to have you on, too. And speaking of buying drinks, yes, it is time for our next game. Okay. Called. What's it called? Next round's on us. Yes. Next round's on us. Kimberly, explain it to us. In which we go around the table, Kevin, Brian, and Lakrita state their case for someone they think is underappreciated in the Broadway world, and then I will decide who we buy their drink for. That made no sense. No, it no, that made lots of sense. Okay. Does I that make sense? With you? Yeah. yeah. We're going to buy someone a drink. They're going to tell me who. They're going to buy me a drink. It's going to break it real good. If you want a drink, then you come and you drink with us. Yeah, agreed. At Glass House, at somewhere. So the, Glass the, the, is nice. I love, love Glass House. Glass House is amazing. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through and name our person, and then we need your help, listeners. We want you to tweet at the winner. And make sure that that person oh, allows us to buy them a drink. We'll have them on the podcast. It has to be a specific person. A specific person. Specific person. We'll let Brian and Kevin go first. You can think. Yes, thank you. Kevin. You All right. Think. I'm going to go first. One minute. Okay, I've got one minute. Ish. I'm going to make this good. And it's going to be a crazy one because we would have to tra- uh, change our money into pounds. But I think the person who deserves our drink this week is Miss Sheridan Smith across the pond. Sheridan Smith has been going through the ringer in the past couple months and weeks. She uh, just opened Funny Girl, a revival on the West End, and she's killing it. And as a 
a disciple of Barbara. I've always wanted to see a Funny Girl revival come up and really actually work. And so she's killing it, but she's been going through a lot of family problems and personal troubles. And it brought, like, paparazzi were coming after her because she's, like, the London party girl of the theater. Mm -hmm. So they started attacking her. Like, fans on Twitter started attacking her. Um, And she's been going through a lot. She finally, like, took a leave of absence from the show, was trying to rest. And today, like, 15 hours ago, she collapsed. And uh, they had to rush her to the hospital. So I'm saying, girl, get yourself back together because that woman is fierce from, like, Legally Blonde all the way to, like, what she's doing in Funny Girl. She's been killing it in the West End. And we should support our people across the pond. So I'm giving it to Sheridan Smith. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to Sheridan Smith. Brian Flofsky. I'm going with somebody who is currently on Broadway who I think has been doing an incredible job and just... Had, doesn't get the respect that she deserves. And that is Heidi Bickerstaff, who is current... Blickenstaff? Blickenstaff. Oh, yes. Blickenstaff. Yep. Really, she needs more attention. Yeah. That was that was a... You did it purposefully right. done. Exactly. Miss Bickerstaff understands. I believe that she is, she is a phenomenal uh, presence and performer. She's currently, if you don't know, she's currently in Something Rotten. And she does such a great job, but she is so underutilized. Mm, okay. um, she has kind of a throwaway plot. Uh, she is more there to support the, you know, the Brian Darcy James character, soon to be played by Rob McClure. Yes. Um, who I'm, I'm really excited to see that. He's amazing. Yeah. I love Rob McClure. Um, we love you, Rob McClure. And so I'm going with her. She was she was phenomenal in title of show. Mm-hmm. She has never been nominated yes. for a Tony. She truly embodies these characters and then she recently tweeted this week when Nicole Scherzinger or whatever her name is dropped out of former Pussycat Doll she's still a Pussycat Doll? Yeah, I think she yeah, yeah. be sure once a Pussycat Doll always a Pussycat Doll let's be honest so she dropped out of Cats and Heidi tweeted that like she's ready to take on Grizabella well, and honestly I would pay for that in a second in a second she so, would help. The, I would bench. never forget her memory. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that's your time. He's full of all those. You want to talk to us about? Oh gosh, you guys are really good at this. All right, Lakita, we put you on the spot. Anyone like that? Uh, but then I will then concur with you. I Ooh. got to meet oh. Heidi. Now we have two votes. Lovely, lovely woman. Mm-hmm. And but you know, not knowing her backstory, um, because I, you know, I'm not as deep into musical theater as I am into, well, as I was into opera, because that's what I studied in, oh. um, in college, but I mean, underutilized, gorgeous, mm. and mm. a lovely, lovely person, and so I definitely root for those who are good people. All right. So, my vote, clearly, Sheridan Smith deserves a drink. Oh, that's no, she, she collapsed. Oh, she collapsed. Oh, I know, as soon as I said that, I was like, she might that need a, she might need something else. But I just wanted to give her a shout out because that girl's yeah. killed it. Absolutely. So, but I Sheridan Smith, we love you. We support you. You heal. You get ready. Rest, girl. But, Miss Heidi Blickenstaff, the next round's on us. Next round's yeah. on us. Oh, glad to get yeah. a drink of that girl. Look Cheers to that. Yes. I will give you someone because I did stalk you a little on the internet before we got here. And someone that you I do, know that you, you love. You do not have a Wikipedia page, by You do the way. not have a Wikipedia page. No, I'm not that fancy. Work on it. Okay. What I learned I about you was that you have a that you've played Carmen, that you your website says La Credo with an E, not an F, <laughs> which I found very helpful. Yes. <laughs> also, I found out that we share a mutual love of one Mr. Joshua Henry. 
Because oh, you listen to him okay. sing all day. Oh, all day. <laughs> and I was talking to someone the other day, and they were like, yeah, it looks like he's lost weight. And I was like, what? How? How good? What did he have to do? <laughs> no, but I wanted to go back to what you said he, she played Carmen, because the creed and I... Wait, I think talk- you mean Carmen. Exclamation point! <laughs> just like, just that's so, your exclamation right. point! So tell us about your love of exclamation points. Yes. I love I was- exclamation points and terabangs. What's a terabang? What is a terabang, you say? <laughs> a terabang is an exclamation point and a question mark that share appears. They call it a terabang? They call it a terabang. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. like space. Did we just learn something on Broadway yeah, today? No, but this is not so, supposed to be an educational so, talk. But Katie, no, you said you started you started out in opera, which is really really cool. Yeah. But can you explain to us because we've talked about this yeah. how you got into Carmen because Carmen is an mm-hmm. incredibly rich and incredibly difficult yes, role. Correct. But this As was your hey first. Arnold. Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> can we just have a second to cheers for Hey Arnold? Hey, because hey, I can't hey, believe we hey, hey, cheers to Hey Arnold. No, but so that's an incredibly ridiculous. It's an incredibly racist role to play Carmen and just jump in there. It's an incredible what role? Ridiculous Did role. Did not think you said that. No, I also heard that. Hashtag Woodford Reserve. <laughs> so, but like, Rita, like how, was, how was that to... Explain to that how that happened. Well, because I um, was going to the University of Iowa, and it was oh. my first year there. I was... I, my, um, Do you know who else went to the University of Iowa? Who did? Hannah Horvath for a little bit. That was my girl's reference. That's all I got. Oh, oh, from yeah. Girls. Okay, yeah. I don't watch that show. Neither do I. Yeah, it's too close. No girl that looks like. Oh, oh, good. That hashtag good, good point. point. Can we say hashtag good point? Hashtag, hashtag good point. point. Hashtag also, good point. There are girls that look like me, yeah. and it's a little too close to home, and I just can't watch it. Ah. <laughs> I loved your tweet this week about diversity row. Yeah. Or whatever well, it was. I don't call it diversity row. Oh, who was I would to call you? it uh, Mary J. Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. is fantastic. She was one of our producers on mm-hmm. Disaster. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it, it's just showing the world that a predominantly black show can't stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, a show with more than one or two black ensemble members can stand on its own, and it's really beautiful to look down yeah. that street and see. And then I, I just uh, learned like this week that Jim Gang was also on that block when it was up, and then oh. you got phenomenal oh. black actors. I can't wait to see Eclipse. Oh, I, I'm so yes. excited about Eclipse. Hopefully next week or the week after. Oh, great! Going to Eclipse. Yeah, so I can just I've heard nothing but fabulous things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a friend of mine that went to the University of Iowa is one of their understudies. Oh, wonderful! So, so while so you're at the University of Iowa, oh sorry, the music department found out about me because I studied. I was classically trained in undergrad, and. I auditioned mm-hmm. and ended up being the understudy. I got to play the Saturday night performance out of the out of the weekend of performances. So that was your Wonderful. first like real yeah. foray yeah, into an opera even, role. Even, even in undergrad, I hadn't done any scene study. Right, mm-hmm. I had just done just like, done classical juries and your training you know, and everything. Oh, yeah, juries and, and all in like art songs and all that beautiful <laughs> thing. Right. Right. Carl Neal Band and all that beautiful. Right. We'd love to hear about um, kind of. The thought process and the mm-hmm. passion and the love that went into the transition from, you know, deciding that you were going to spend your life doing opera mm-hmm. and learning that vocal. Because they're as similar as they may seem in concept, Correct. they're very different. They are different. Um, and into the, the transition into, you know, musical theater. Yeah. Well, you know, be, the reason why I didn't pursue opera was because um, there wasn't that work 
at that time mm. that you have to put into a musical theater character. Um, you know, they're not trying to get anything out of the other person. At that time, it was very much still, I come on, I sing, and I leave. Mm -hmm. I have this gorgeous gown. Park and bark. I park and bark, and then I leave. And it, it, it's, it's, I'm relying on this technique to evoke emotion, but not mm -hmm. necessarily, um, I'm living in this moment, and these are the circumstances around which I am now singing this aria. Mm -hmm. Those things have changed because a lot more theater directors are directing. I'm not saying that there aren't um, fantastic opera singers that do live in that moment, but at that time, 15 years ago, it, it just wasn't like that. And that's what didn't appeal to me, and that's why I was running away from an opera degree. Okay. Uh, and found your way to disaster the musical. Can you tell us? <laughs> can you tell us about the process of you know, your your Broadway debut? Yeah, I mean it was it was typical and atypical. It was typical in that you know I've originated roles before in mm -hmm. the past. Going to the University of Iowa, they were very much about new work. Um, and you are not new to the game. We need to get no. that out there oh, yeah. Yeah. because I know a lot of people have put out there about like fresh face to Creed and Nicole, and like how does it feel to be just like making it? Exactly. But you've been hoofing it for years and years, exactly. so we need and to put that been out there. Performing as a professional actress since I was fourteen, so you know I have been around mm -hmm. for a while. It's just that you know now I'm crossing this threshold. Mm -hmm. And talking to Faith Prince, she was like, "So how long have you lived here?" And I was like, 10 years." She's like, you know what? That's about how long I I was here before. And so we talked about that, you know, how people and and they did it with her. Oh, oh, you just where, where have you been? Where have you been all this yes. time? Oh, well, I've been on Disney Cruise Lines. I was at American Girl Plays. I was yeah. doing this, this, and this. I was on the first national tour, Book of War. You know, there, there yeah. were all these things that were happening. Yes. And there are all these casting directors who know who I am. But, you know, so many of the media, so much of the media, mm -hmm. they, you know, they don't know because I, I, I didn't do them. I wasn't here for NIMP, so, you know, I think that would have given me a different kind of exposure. Absolutely. You're putting in work other places. Exactly. And then... Yeah, exactly. To get to this point, what yes. was it like working with all of those big names? Okay, so because I spent so much time studying opera, mm -hmm. um, I wasn't quite sure of who all I was working with. Okay, I knew Fair. most of who I was working with. But I didn't know all of who I was working with. And I purposely made it a point not to read other people's bio. Oh, that, that's like going on a date and not going on their Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. That's none of my business. Yeah. You know, no pre-Googling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to talk to you. I want to hear from you. <laughs> we all do pre-Google, don't we? Yeah. Everyone pre Google. If I get a last name, I will Google just to make sure I hear you. have, like, mugshots. Or scabies. <laughs> exactly. or, I don't know. you find that on the internet? You probably can't. Probably not. You might have to <laughs> Yeah, you might have to ask some big people. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but I hear you. Yeah. So you so, just so went it into wasn't a wide. It them as people as and people not. First. And so it wasn't yeah. as intimidating as it could have been. But then it also got me into some tricky conversations oh, when I didn't know. That they had you know, done something? When, like, they, when they would make a reference to something, and I'd be like, mm. oh, okay. You're like, yeah. what's rent? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that? Right. <laughs> was like, you know, like, Tell me more about this musical. That's a joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was really, really cool. And I because one of the things I like, I felt when I saw the actual show, uh -huh. The Disaster, yeah. was that it, a lot of times you go and see a show on Broadway and you see an amazing ensemble, but every once in a while you see a show where you feel like people are just like clocking in, doing their show, and going home. Yeah. yeah. But Disaster felt like these people like 
just were so excited to hang out with each other on yeah. stage. Yeah. And, like, the, like, just as an ensemble piece, everyone seems so into it. Yeah. And so that was so nice that, like, I, as an audience member, never for a second was like, oh, it's all these big names with the Krita. It was, it was like you were just yeah. like right in there with them and you were just one of the group. Yeah. And it really, that was a really cool thing about the show is you felt like the audience was part of it, like watching a group of friends hang well, out. Well, if anyone did like geek out about the other, like we were very good about doing that on our own time. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to, you know, doing that and, and, and causing that awkwardness between all of us. And a lot of their Completely. paths have crossed in Correct. different other yeah. places. So they were probably old hat to each other exactly, yeah, exactly. and that, the majority of the ensemble had also done this project um off broadway oh yes so and you had done it at the triad yes i done it at the triad um i wasn't able to do the off broadway run but charity did mm-hmm. and charity who is killing it in waitress right now yes uh, that's oh, where i know yeah. that name yeah. yes. I saw, did you see waitress i did it was amazing it was really good it was so good the next game I have. Okay. We have a new game! New game! Huzzah! Huzzah! I am shuffling my papers to get the quiz. Quiz time! Kimberly, while, I have. So while, while, Kimberly, while Kimberly gets her papers in order, Kevin, is there something you oh, want to say? Is there something you want to say? This is the moment on the podcast where I reach out to Lynn Manuel. Me too. <laughs> Hi, Lynn. Hi, this Lynn. is Kevin Jager. And this is Lacrita. And Lacrita. We have not seen Hamilton. And Brian and Kimberly, have you seen Hamilton? I have seen Hamilton. Kimberly, how many times have you seen Hamilton? Three times. Yes, only twice nice. on Broadway. Okay. Yes, nice. So, so the creator, I would like to reach out. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Can we have tickets? Please. We love you. I know you're in. Oh. Go ahead. I know you're MD. She does. And I know Leslie. She and, does. And here's the thing. Lynn, we go way back, and you, you don't know this. You don't know this. But at Powerhouse Theater. Powerhouse Theater. Powerhouse. I was there working on Brooklynite. Uh, with Nicolette Robinson. And Matt Doyle. Married, and Matt Doyle. Oh, my love. Uh, I love you, Matt Doyle. married to Leslie. Leslie. Uh, and Leslie had the amazing opportunity to get to go over and check out this new work that was being workshopped okay. at Powerhouse. Which was? Hamilton Mixtape. So basically uh-huh. what we're reaching out is so, saying, Lynn... So six degrees of separation. Basically, <clears throat> the Cree and I deserve these to, tickets. Yeah. Lynn. So, hook us up. Thank you so much. Thank That's been our moment where we I'll shamelessly beg for Hamilton tickets. I'll give you my number later. Great. And now it's time for the <gasps> disaster quiz. Disaster quiz. I have my paper shuffled. <laughs> I would like to put a little disclosure here that I have gotten all of this information from the internet. If you think the internet was wrong, go ahead and tweet at us at Rod Wasted. But the, the internet is wrong. Tell, tell me the internet was can wrong. It can be and wrong. And tell me via the Not internet. Not like Wikipedia, though. Right. Wikipedia is legit. It All right, is. so our quiz. Our quiz. The quiz works. I will give each person at the table a multiple choice question for either two or three rounds, and then we will figure out who wins. Sweet. Okay. Ready? Okay. All right. The cream. have a fresh drink? No, I'm, I need no, to Oh, okay. Fill up if you need it while I give Kevin his first question. I'm ready. Fantastic. What is the name of the floating casino slash discotheque in which Disaster the Musical oh. takes place? Oh, God. Okay. Poseidon. Uh-huh. The Flying Dutchman. Yep. Or the Barracuda. Oh, God. 
I'm pretty sure because oh god, it's called the Barracuda. It's totes called the Barracuda. It is called the Barracuda. Hey! Because the sign the night that I, I saw it in the preview. Because I didn't want to give out any. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the preview did not help. I did it myself. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. My mom thinks she is good friends with disaster writer Seth Rudetsky because she listens <laughs> to his radio show. Where and when? From 3 to 9 p.m. on Sirius XM Radio, from 12 to 5 p.m. on Playbill Radio, or whenever she wants, because it's a podcast. It's A. It is I know he's on Sirius. Lucreta, would you like a question? I would love a question. What production set the Nederlander Theater, where Disaster played, box office record, for playing to 101% capacity and grossing over a million dollars in one week. Was it Disaster the Musical, Rent, or Newsies? Rent. It was Newsies. Oh! Starring Jeremy Rob Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> Friend of the show. The yes. CW's Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> the CW's Jeremy Jordan. Came by and Wait, gave us a song. we didn't sell him to them. We, we still claim him. Broadway still claims Jeremy yes. Jordan. That's true. Jeremy That's Jordan true. is our person. He, is he our can person. do all these amazing projects, and we're so proud of him, but Jeremy will always have a home in Broadway. Shout out yeah. to you all. I would love to see him back. Yes. Yeah. Jeremy needs to come back. Come he back, Jeremy. Hashtag come back, Jeremy. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> Tweet it to Jeremy Jordan. Let him know. Come back to Broadway. Hashtag uh, come back, Jeremy. Come oh, Jeremy. Kevin. hmm In the 90s disaster film Twister, Okay, Ellen Hunt, loving it. This animal noise was slowed down to create the sound of the tornado. I totally know what it is. Was it a cow's moo? I was going to say that. That was my answer. A camel's moan or a lion's roar? I don't want to ever hear camel's moan, so I'm not going to answer that. So I'm going to say the cow's moo for sure. It was the camel's moan. No, but that's... Really? The internet told me so. Do you know how to do that? I tried. <laughs> that Ryan. was like a really yeah. hard to try, though. Yeah. Wait, little known, well, not known fact, but if you win Best Actress Emmy and uh-huh. Best Actress Oscar in the same year, it's called The Helen. Because Helen Hunt did it and Helen Mirren did it. Oh. Or she won an Emmy. She didn't win Best Actress. Yeah, what happens with the Creta? Is it they call the Creta? No, they, they call, call it. Helena? 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 Alita. 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 You can can book whatever you want. And Brian Plosky. That's me. That's his name. During a performance of Wicked starring Shoshana Bean. Yes. The cherry picker for Defying Gravity succumbed to gravity and did not fly. I didn't know that. How did the ensemble cope with this disaster? Oh, I know this answer. I actually know this answer. A. They went into the house and sang from the aisles to appear on a different... Not true. They laid down and pointed into the air. That's the answer. Or they squatted. (laughs) They laid down. They laid down. Actually, (laughs) they're like, oh no! Thank you for ruining the match. Fun fun story. This question is my favorite. Fun story about Wicked. Sorry. Yeah. My sister was obsessed with it. Okay. Yeah, because she she was 15 when it started, so was I. Right. I'm still obsessed. Yeah. So she bought tickets purposefully to Adina's last show. If you know this, the night before Adina's last show, she broke her rib in the trap. My cousin was there that night. Yep. So she didn't go on for her last show. When that came out in the news, my sister cried the whole night. We all went to the show the next day. 
Who was it? Who took all, yeah. I honestly don't remember. Her understudy. Her understudy. It was probably brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's was not it still the, Kristen or was it Jennifer Laura still, Thompson? I don't know, actually. Um, um, this story's had gone downtown. Down the trapdoor rabbit hole. And, and, and so, but, but she came out, like, in her, like, in her street clothes. Yeah. And, like, Apologize? No, but she like she like came out and like sang a tune or something like that. I forget. That was the disaster I thought you were going to talk about. Was but not. I'm glad I know this answer. Too easy of a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. La Crida, the Wait. next Broadway disaster. Ooh. During a disastrous performance of Le- performance performance of Les Mis. Oh dear. The stage became littered with M and M's. How'd they get there? Three. I have three choices for you. A young Leah Michelle as young Cosette was trying to make Gavroche laugh by pelting him with M&M's from backstage. Or... Shenanigans. An audience member <laughs> in the front row placed a bag of M&M's on stage for safekeeping <laughs> while she turned her phone off and put her purse away. But the lights went on before Act 1, mm-hmm. and she couldn't retrieve them in time. Mm-hmm. When an ensemble member tried to kick them off stage, the bag opened and they spilled everywhere. <laughs> or... That was the longest that possible option ever. ever. I love this question. Or Andrea McArdle, playing Fontaine in Act 1 and a boy in Act 2, flung herself backwards in an overly dramatic death on the barricade, forgetting she had M&Ms in her deep boy pants pockets. As a result, the stage became awash with the colorful chocolate pieces and eventually fell into the orchestra pit. I'm going to say B. B, the audience member. The correct answer is C, Andrea McCormick. Trying to impress her friends and took too deep of a death. Oh wait, 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 wait. M&M's in her pocket. The real answer was the one that included deep boy pants pocket. Deep boy pants <laughs> that was the real answer. That was the real answer because well, I wrote it in the pen. So that was, and that was pocket. our first quiz. That was your quiz. The quiz is Brian Wait, I won? What? Yes, you did. Yes. I get to ask you a question. Yay! We just made that up. So. <laughs> Can you tell us about your role on 30 Rock as, <laughs> as uh, who was it, not, uh, not Bev? Not Bev. <laughs> Can you tell us about what? not Bev? Okay. I had a blast. First of all, I well, okay, there's, how, how many stories do we have time for? I don't know, Kimberly, you're keeping time. Not enough. Not, not enough. A, not enough. Okay, so, <laughs> but here's the thing. Moving, like, well after we had gotten, it had aired and was, like, in syndication, uh-huh. um, one of the fans for Book of Mormon reached out to me and was like, oh, my God, I saw your episode of 30 Rock, so you must be Hot Jugs underscore one. And I was Excuse like, me? yeah, that's probably me. <laughs> because Bev's character was yep. like her email address was like hot jugs underscore two or whatever mm-hmm. what was it like on set <laughs> it was fantastic I spent two and a half hours playing video games and then was which video was, games uh, oh I don't remember what I was playing I had my PS uh, what is your favorite Vita. It's a, we it's, just came from a nerd podcast where we talked about WoW for a long time. What? World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I mostly play on consoles and not, like, on Computers. Yet, Correct. Yeah. I don't want to get beaten by a nine-year-old. <laughs> I hear you, because they, they talk wanna, so much. Not good do you stuff. play Mario Kart? I don't. I need blood and I need explosions. 
So oh, I play um, God of War. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to drive a lot, so Need for Speed is mm-hmm. tops for me. Great. And then um, I, back in the day, I was playing Resident Evil. Dino Crisis. Shout out to Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving my age. That's the first You're shout out to cool, Dino Crisis has ever been done. I know. So I'm so excited. <laughs> Cheers to Dino Crisis. Cheers to Dino Crisis. like the beginning of the scary horror. What is a Dino Crisis? It doesn't matter. Game, it's like, right. It was like Jurassic Park meets Resident Evil. I love well, it. Well, I love games. Yeah. Speaking of. Oh. oh. You have another game? game? One more game! <laughs> so, well, the Karina has just seen Matilda, Because I wanted to tweet y'all and be like, yo, how can I get Squid cards? And now I'm about to get started. So, what we have done is we have purchased a pack of the Lights of Broadway uh, <gasps> show cards. And they actually call people who... Um, collect them, light catchers, which I think is super the cool. The boy who, That's man, beautiful. the man who sold these to me has a full set and invited me to their Facebook group. So if you oh, look, really? yes. I want to, uh, look, I'm tweeting now. I want to be a light catcher. Hashtag. Hashtag. Okay, 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 okay. I'm still learning. So like, what we're going to do. Excuse me about Snapchat. Like, okay, oh, Snapchat. I cannot help you with Snapchat. That's a whole other show. <laughs> Wait, what's it called again? Light catchers? Uh, light catcher. So what we're Kimberly, what are we so, gonna yeah, do with this? So basically Lucrita <laughs> is going to open <laughs> this pack okay. of the Lights of Broadway show cards. Okay. Now there's an there's an even mix. I don't know how many we it's a grab bag of what okay. you might get. Yep. If there are actors in this pack, you must cast them in your dream show. So when you open this pack, if you see an actor, you tell me what you want to see them play. If there's a show in there, you tell me Who you if you like it or not. It. Yeah, perfect. So this is a fresh pack. No one's open seen what is, what's the in there. Pack. They are actually hard pack. to open with nails. Oh, yes. I tried this morning. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't. I'd like do to point it. out that the Krita always options up. Did anyone else hear that? She always <laughs> yes. options up, and for that, Amen. <laughs> option up. Alright, so what would be your dream role for Kevin Chamberlain? You can't choose Suzuko. Suzuko, I think. I know, I know. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. He's alone in the universe. Oh my god. Okay, dream role for Kevin Chamberlain. I have one. He's reading my screenplay right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Why he's reading it so I can help. That's amazing. Um Dream role. Give it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us now. I would love to see him as um, dude in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. As in Willy Wonka? Yeah, I think yeah. he would be really ah. He would be a really Christian Borrell, step aside. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Great. So who's oh, next? My goodness. Who's next? I don't know. Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett, the choreographer. Oh, yeah. who did. Oh, okay. Do I know the choreographers? I can barely name. He Michael Bennett's a chorus it. line. Ooh, he's like one of the creating a chorus line. Didn't he have a lot to do with? <gasps> this is a great pack. Oh, you got a real what? Right? This is so good. So tell us so who you good. see. Okay, okay, so Michael Bennett. What 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 musical okay. would you like to see Michael Bennett choreograph? Okay, so thinking of chorus line. Ooh. Okay. Because what happened to Heather's? Nothing. Oh. Amen, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, wait. 
quick break, we're going to play our favorite game called Broadway Regrets. Broadway Regrets! You quickly go around the circle, you say one show that you wish you had seen that you missed. Oh, okay. I'm going to jump in this. Kevin's, what Kevin's because answer is. the Karina just totally hooked me up. I... God, I wish I'd seen the Heathers when yeah, I was here. Yeah. I literally feel like I should give my gay card back because I didn't see the Heathers. <laughs> because all of my minions Catch went and Heathers. saw it and told me how amazing it was. Oh. And I wish I'd seen it. But the Heathers is definitely my choice. Lightning round. Kimberly. Ah, disaster the musical! <laughs> but I actually really wish I saw it. Not yeah. just because you're here. Uh, <laughs> mine is I wish I'd seen the original Broadway cast of... The Wedding Singer. Fair. Oh. I listened to oh, Someday fair, with, with Felicia with, Finley. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes I, I listened to, yeah, by Felicia. No, um, hey, hey, Felicia. I know, but I said that because oh. like it was an appropriate thing, but not. But Culturally not. relevant. Culturally yeah, relevant. I, I understand. Um, I, <laughs> not for her. But not for her specifically. No, hello, Felicia. Yeah. Hello, Love Felicia. You. Um, I listened to it more. I listened to it a lot on the subway going to work, which is kind of weird. Nice. Um, but I I just, that cast with, with, with Laura and Amy, I, I just wish I had seen it. Nice. Yourself? I'm gonna say passion. <gasps> oh! Wait, I changed my answer to passion. Hold on, are you, are you talking OBC or are you talking about like the most recent one with Judy Kuhn? I don't. I because I saw the most recent one with Judy Kuhn at uh, Center Stage, uh-huh. and it was revolutionary. Oh that woman God. changed my life, and it was passion a talkback night that I didn't know about, <gasps> and they let me ask a question. And Judy Kuhn is my cosette from when I was ten years old, and she had the Dreamcast, <laughs> oh, really? and I asked her a question, and she the looked at me and answered, and I was like. Oh! Oh my god. And Jeremy Jordan was in the audience and everyone was freaking out. Exactly. Wait, who? Jeremy, Jeremy Jordan was in the I, audience. I know who he is. I, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Whatever, next. next. Okay. Max von Essen. Max von Essen is currently in American in Paris right now. Yes. He's brilliant. Okay. He's a dancer, actor, um, singer. Max, uh, American uh, American in Paris, everyone go see it. Yes. It's perfect visual storytelling. I really need to oh see it. I'm so mad I have See it before the cast leaves for London. Please do. Like, I, because I, yeah, I would talk to Kevin Taylor because he is a Disney actor. Um, he's, he had a show on on, on Disney. Um, back in the Disney, when I was watching the Disney, Disney Channel, when uh, Mickey Mouse Club was on, mm-hmm. what you also got were... Britney Spears. No. No. Even before her. Oh. Like, we're talking... Like, no, I know. She's talking like Annette Funicello? I mean, a border, like, they were still playing those, the Funicello ones, but then they were like, this was well before we had any of those people on. Uh I never saw any of the Mickey Mouse clubs with, um... No, those were late school. Exactly. Yeah, we're like 80s old school bit. But also what they were showing, they were showing (laughs) American in Paris. They were showing, um, uh, Fiddler. They were showing all these amazing, like epic musical movies and that's where I saw all of this stuff that and that's music. where I got yeah and that's where I got a love for laughing and SCTV because that was laughing. on Nickelodeon so between Nickelodeon and Disney Channel like that's what really shaped the the comic comedic ch- timing that I have now totally. but also gave me a love for what's the next card Fiddler on the Roof yes. happens to be my favorite musical did you see it? I haven't seen it I'm wait I haven't either I, and I need I, to I saw it and I need to tell everybody forever. I am, I'm a person who is over Fiddler. Does that make sense? Excuse me. I just like I've seen it so many times that I just I know it. Okay, whatever. well I haven't seen it live. But I'll say ever. Oh, okay. so I'll give you that. Ever. So I, <gasps> aside from Hamilton, Fiddler on the Roof has stuck with me the mm. most from this past season. Wow. Danny Burstein, mm. you think you know Tevia, and then you see his, and you're like. Oh, that's Tevye. 
I'm getting good. I'm, I'm putting my. <laughs> I no, you're right, bro. I, I put my arm to the microphone. He's incredible. You can hear the the women are incredible in the show. They take kind of formed roles and make them fully formed. Nice. They slow Fair. for a very long show. They slow it down. Oh, I would see it again in a heartbeat. I will second wow. the Danny Birdson thing. I didn't see him in Fiddler yet, but I saw him in Snow Geese, and he was. Trans, like oh, amazing, no. I just I think Snow Geese was the Mary Louise Parker piece at yes. uh, MTC MCC MTC oh. MTC, and it was brilliant. And wow. he's just wonderful. And I think if he doesn't win the Tony when it comes up, he's definitely going to be our drink on us person. Like no question. He's been what, six times it. nominated. So who's next? Who's and then, that? Duh, in this pack, we have Mr. Squeeze himself. <laughs> what? Oh, so, so like this was like my pack. I get to this keep is, all of these, right? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Because I want. So I'm gonna work really hard so that I get my own squig star. Okay? She'd be a wonderful squig. Broad wasted is fully behind I mean, the free to be the squig. I'm on the portrait that he did for disaster. Right. So right. You just need your own card. But I need my own you card. Need your own and card. I saw Lashawn's card, and that was really cool. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So that kind of brings us to a close here on Broad Wasted. Our first episode. Ah, did of- we have five minutes? So I have fun. Nice. So I'd like to I'd like to say a couple things. First, obviously, I'd love to thank our phenomenal, beautiful guest. Lucrita, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, yes. Um, you can follow her on Twitter at, at Lucrita Nicole, L A C R E T T A N I C O L E. That's her name. Spelled like Nicole. <laughs> um, we loved having you. Thanks so much for playing games with us. Yes. Um, what, are you, what are you up to next? Um, I am singing some phenomenal music on June 20th at the, Metro- at the Metropolitan Room. Okay. Oh, what would that show be, Lucrita? <laughs> Do you want to tell us? So it is a night called Little Victories, the music of Jager and Mitchell. Um, I am the book and lyrics writing of a writing team that has had a show in uh, Nymph and is having a produced show in Chicago this summer. And we're celebrating some of the stuff we've been writing by having a night at the Metropolitan Room with the amazing people like the Creedy Nicole. Where do you get tickets for that, guys? So you can get tickets at the Metropolitan Room's website. So it's metropolitanroom.com. And right from there, you'll be able to see the show. It's on June 20th at 9.30 p.m. It's called... Oh, sorry. Jager Mitchell. Jager Mitchell. Um, it's called Little Victories, the music of Jager Mitchell. We're going to post that on our Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Uh, so you can find all that information there. Again, uh, our Twitter and Instagram is at Broadwasted, both on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Lucrita? Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Any, this was so much any fun. Any last words for us here? I'll come back anytime. Yes, yes! we're happy to have you. So let's so, do a cheers. Let's do a cheers. Cheers! I'd, li- I'd like to end every episode with a little um, inspirational quote from lyrics from a musical. Ooh, yes. And this time we're going to end it with um, those lovely muses from a Greek Hercules? land. You got it. <gasps> Out of the muse! <gasps> really? Yes. Yeah, in where? Disney Cruise Line. Oh, really? Yes! I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, We're going to okay. shout out the mountains, but... Okay. See, Rhoda, he... Oh. Yeah? No, you can... Oh, my God. I, can you... Can I, All I want to say is... Oh, this really worked out better than I thought it was. This is amazing. <laughs> Bless my soul. Herc is on a roll. Herc is on a roll. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Thanks for listening to Broadway Sin. And as we do after every episode... Zidubop-bop. <laughs> See you next week, folks. See you next week, guys.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.